side, we just always go for the front. Buy low, sell high. Fear, let's feel you guys probably. Biz Talk Radio is proud to you. Investor's Edge with Gary Kaufman. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here's your host, Gary Kaufman. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kaufman, your host. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Tuesday, March 12, 2019. And we are here to talk about a lot. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we are a um, product of our news that we regurgitate every day and that we have opinions on. And, uh, you know, our life is shaped by our choices, our decisions, what we see, how we feel about it. I got to tell you, maybe it's just that communication is so much faster. The things we read about, the things that are going on on a daily basis, wow. But first, before I get on to all that, if you do not get to show in your city, go to GaryK.com. You can listen live or archive. We're live 6.06 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Also, GaryK.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Just press the button. Or go to Twitter at GaryKalpom. You can email me. Just be nice. Read our commentary articles. We post charts of the day. If you like to hear what we're doing, like to hear what you're doing, press the money management button. Press the subscribe button to get our notes direct to you. And our email service, ConvictionLeaders.com. Right there. Press the button. One month free. Boeing. Uh, Boeing was down 20, 24 and a half today. I believe it gapped down, let me see what it did today, if I got myself correct. Uh, Gapped down about 18 points. Uh, At the low of the day, was it uh, 368, finished at 375, down 25. The story is, except for Canada and except for the United States, all of Boeing's 737s have been grounded slash idled. There are 700 of them flying right now, 5,000 of them on order. So it would behoove Boeing to figure this out sooner rather than later and, of course, get it right. Uh, I am not a pilot. I don't know how to build a plane or fly a plane. So I will abstain from any of that except to say something's up. I have been asked incessantly today from listeners as well as viewers that watch me on Fox, on what I would do if I own Boeing stock. Let me be clear and concise about that opinion. I don't know. There's your answer. I don't know. I told you yesterday I missed a great trade, but all it would have been would have been a trade. Today really didn't give you much. When the thing you make is being questioned and is being idled, it's a problem. The other problem is it takes a very long time for conclusions on these crashes to come out or to be given out. And one has to believe, and I am echoing experts, that this has to do with the plane. Boeing's already talking about a software upgrade or something like that from the first crash. Who knows the second? We're being told that the pilot phoned in and said, we need to come back to the airport. We're having problems handling the controls. And, of course, you know what happened next. So I I, I wouldn't know what to do. I don't own the stock. 
if I did own the stock, I, I, I probably would have sold yesterday on the rally. Probably. But I can't say definitely because I don't have it. Unless you have it, you don't have the psychology of owning it. Now, it's a magnificent company. Before these two, I don't know, almost flawless. You get to decide. The coincidences or the similarities, it's the same plane, uh, soon after takeoff, ascending. We are told that the most important time of an airplane flight is ascending. Uh, and uh, obviously similarity. Similarity, the pilots reported difficulties and asked to return. And they, all, and they had odd flight patterns, up, down, up, down. So, again, I, I don't have the answer. If I owned it now, this second, I'm not so sure I'd sell it. Here, from the highs. It closed at 375 and change. The recent high was 440-something about eight days ago. I'm not so sure I'd sell it here if I had it here. By the way, in case you don't know, the competitor of this airplane is the A320 Airbus, which I fly tons of times because uh, I believe JetBlue is A320. Let's see, I'm flying up. Uh, what am I flying uh, when I go to Phoenix on American Airlines? An A320. Um, anyway. Next up, and I'm looking at the time. Not sure I am going to have all the time to cover what I want to cover in this segment. So let me segue for a second and let you all know that uh, I will be hanging with my good buddy, uh, Steve Jurich, in Phoenix on Saturday, April 13th. We'll be talking more about that in the days ahead. But come on and see us both. Steve, the brilliant mind on income and everything income, will be talking about where we stand, and I'll be doing some nonsense myself. How's that? I believe April 13th is a Saturday, and I'm trying to sort of get it where I, okay, that's what I want you to do. It'll be at the Museum of the West Auditorium. In Scottsdale. And what we want you to do to register is go to IQWealthWorkshops.com. IQWealthWorkshops.com. Steve will be the serious guy. I'll be the comic. Actually, we'll be talking about what's going on in markets and all that stuff and answer all your questions. That'll be Saturday morning, April 13th. It's at that Museum of the West. And let me tell you, we did it once before at a beautiful place. So we'll see you then. IQWealthWorkshops.com. Check it out. All right. In a minute or two, in a few minutes, I, I got to discuss. Did you see the news on this college stuff? How? A, let's see. I believe there were two actresses and family. I believe there was a bunch of heads of business, like the COO of Wins, the casino company, and other big business people. I'm sure you've read by now what they did. I'm going to have some thoughts on that and the market wrap and lots more. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. 
The story, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, let's see, an actress by the name of Felicity Huffman and an actress by the name of Lori Laughlin. I believe Lori Laughlin uh, was on Full House. Uh, Felicity Huffman, I believe, is a big-time actress. Her husband, uh, Bill Macy, am I right in saying that? I, I think so. So they are two of up to about 50 people that have been charged arrested today in a nationwide college admissions exam scandal. Um, Paid a guy to fix SAT scores disguised as a charitable donation for educational programs for disadvantaged youth. Uh... I can go on. And I, I, I'm not going to get into what they were indicted for. You can read about it, but I know it's felonies and uh, there's some mail fraud things going on. Um, and during the day, I actually sat back and watched the, I guess, the people from the Justice Department. They had a presser on it. Wow, were they serious as all hell. And forget that the two of them were actresses. Let's do it in the whole global scheme of things. It's a bunch of rich people. And I'm just thinking to myself, I taught my kids, you know how you separate yourself from everybody else? You work twice as hard, you get smarter than everybody, you work longer hours, you're introspective, you critique yourself when you're right. You make sure you learn from it to repeat it when you're wrong. You make sure you learn from it to not repeat it. And all that has to do with, and you know why I talk capitalism, socialism, and all that? Earn. You earn it. You earn it. So first off, these people as parents told their kids, they, without using the words or using the words, you don't have to earn it. That's number one. Told the kids, and it turns out one of the daughters is one of these influencers. She has like a million followers, and what she did was she posted that she doesn't really want to go to college, but she wants to go for the parties. Oh, and by the way, I used Amazon Prime Student for all my needs, and she got paid for it. So these are privileged people. And what did they do? The most important thing they did is they may have prevented others from going to these schools. Forget even their kids getting into these schools with fraud. By the way, they must have learned from Elizabeth Warren. They prevented other kids from getting in. I'm not so sure I have more to say on this, but I think you get my point. And they say there's more to come on this. Anyway, 
just some thoughts on that. I look at things a little bit differently, and I was just thinking about the kids that did not get in. You know, when I was in college, um, without naming the teams, I know students that were in athletics that never went to class and got B's and passed and graduated. Never went to class. I know for a fact. I know some that went to class but never did any of the work or any of the tests and somehow got passed. For a fact. I can say this now. It's years ago. Nobody's getting in trouble. I won't name anything. There's a lot of this crap, I think, still going on. I hear about it now. You know, I rail every day about socialism. Because really, socialism is about not earning. Capitalism is about earning. It really is. And, you know, people sometimes will email me, Gary, you sound heartless. I I am all for the safety net. Absolutely for the safety net. I'm a safety net. You guys know what I do for the young people of Central Florida. I think safety nets are important. But I also believe... I also believe is if you are sitting on your arse and taking in the safety net without even trying, then you should not get it. You may want to have to earn that also. Anyway, it's actually a big story right now that I just wanted to mention. And I gather there will be some apologies and comeuppances and all that stuff and We shall see how this bad boy plays out. Uh, Brexit uh, lost again. I'll just mention that because we'll do the rest of the show on the market. They had a vote, and this vote was even worse than the last vote, which means they'll do something called a hard Brexit, which means they'll exit without any rules, uh, which means it's a cluster. And frankly, you know, I'm going to uh, London in July. I hope the pound comes down. You know, I went to Europe in uh, London in 08. I think it was two to one to the dollar. Now it's like 125. Give me one. Euro is down at like 110. That used to be about 160. Up next. All right, we did Boeing. We did the uh, next up, the full market wrap. Much more. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor day. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Colbaum. I'm highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to Once again, to Investor's Edge. By the way, on the break, I just got to read this to you. Uh, Lori Laughlin, she's 54 now, boy, and her husband, his name is Massimo Giannulli, allegedly, this is what they're being charged with, agreed to pay bribes totaling $500,000 in exchange for having their two daughters designated as recruits to the USC University of Southern California crew team. Despite the fact that they did not participate in crew, thereby facilitating their admission to USC. Now, USC is not being charged, and they said they did not know, and I asked myself the question, how they did not know? And memo to all parents out there, you don't need to pay 500000 bucks. Just have your kids go to class in high school and get great grades. And by the way, the two daughters currently attend University of Southern California, USC. I'm not so sure they'll be attending tomorrow. Unbelievable.
Felicity Huffman, she was on Desperate Housewives. She made a purported charitable contribution of 15000 to participate in a college entrance exam cheating scheme on behalf of her eldest daughter. She also made arrangements to pursue the scheme for a second time, but decided not to do so when all is said and done. And I was right. The husband is William H. Macy, who is a very good actor, by the way. Anyway, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man you're either in or out of the market with his proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Well, again, good news. Dow was down 95 but good news. It was all Boeing. Boeing was down the equivalent of, let's say, 160. So the Dow would have been actually up. Apple was up two. Was up three and a half, though, but came back down. United Health rebounding after the managed care stocks have been getting trashed up two and three quarters. Visa up one. New high ground. 3M down one. Home Depot up one. That's your movers on the Dow. S&P up eight. NASDAQ 32. NASDAQ 137. Socks up five, though it was up higher. Transport's down 51. New highs expand a little bit. Advanced decline 16.15 on the NASDAQ, but 23.13 on the New York. Decent on the New York. And the story on the NASDAQ, Google up 18, Amazon was up, Apple was up. Good action in leaders like Trade Desk, Tandem, Chipotle up 14. They announced some, they do some online stuff now, supposedly it was up 60%. So good day there. And Boeing is now, um, Boeing this week is down 47 points, 6 times 4 is 24, 6 times 7 is 42, 282, let's add on about, uh, it's got to be about 310, 320 Dow points, Boeing, this week, with the Dow up 110 still, it's pretty damn good. So I really don't have much to complain about. Now, I need to bring up something. Marijuana. Weed. You know. When I was in college, we had this head shop called the Wooden Nickel. And nobody ever got arrested for smoking weed. Not to say that I did. Anyway, we're talking about weed today is because weed now, without making any predictions, is as noisy as Bitcoin and the coins were into December of the year before. Now, as you know, we save the day for you guys. We will pat ourselves on the back on that one because into the climactic run, we told you that it was a bubble. It was going to crash. A lot of the coins would go to zero. And please get the hell out of the way. And also, all those BS companies that changed their name would also die a bad death. So exactly what happened. And I believe the only reason Bitcoin is still where it's at, and I think it's still down 80% from the highs, is because we think it's owned by just a few hands. They can't sell. A few big hands. Most of the coins are down 95 to 100%. Most of them. And of course you can't sell because there's no other side anymore. So effectively they're all down 100%. Just about all. So why do I bring up marijuana? Well, first off... I do not believe in any way, shape, or form. These, some of these marijuana companies are like the coins. Some of these companies have revenues. Most of them have losses, but some of them also make a little bit of money. The issue is one-fold. Would you buy a Toyota Corolla for a quarter million bucks? It's a simple question. Would you buy a Toyota Corolla for a quarter million bucks? Answer is no. Why? 
there's a value to the Toyota Corolla, a valuation to it, a market cap to it. Now, the difference is, in the stock market, there are many points in time where valuations are just out of whack. Out of whack. Does that mean they don't go higher? No, they can continue to go higher. You remember 99, how valuations were so out of whack and things went up fivefold before it going down 100%. I'm just bringing this up because there is not a day that goes by where somebody, five to ten people email me. What do you think of Kronos, Gary? What do you think of Aurora Cannabis, Gary? What do you think of Tilray, Gary? What do you think of Michael Jordan, Gary? Well, Michael Jordan symbols MJ is the, the symbol for, I guess it's an ETF for weed. I get every week dozens of emails on them. And I answer all the same. They can go higher. Just don't be in when the music stops. That's all. Because Kronos has 11 million in sales, has never made any money, has a $3.8 billion market cap. Let me, let me repeat that. Has a $3.8 billion market cap with 11 million in sales and they lose money. That's all I'm saying. Canopy Growth CGC. $11 billion market cap. Now, granted, this one, very strong revenue growth last quarter. $97 million up from 21 the year before. So something's going on there. Selling a lot of weed, I guess. But still, trading a zillion times sales. But we're open to any of this. We're just letting you know valuations are a joke. I think they look, some of them look higher. I think some of them look higher. I'm just letting you know when the music stops, not if the music stops, when. Curtains come down and real value comes out. And sometimes the worst things for these companies to start making a little money. Because then you can really, losses are losses. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that. It's an answer to the dozens and dozens and dozens of emails. Up next, more in the market. And I'm gone. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor said. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. By the way, more information coming out. Uh, this Felicity Huffman paid fifteen thousand dollars to something called Key Worldwide Foundation, which was a front used in the scheme to have someone take their children's SAT or ACT exams for, the, for them or correct the answers on the tests to get the kids. My question is, shouldn't the kids be indicted also? They had to know, and they were of age. Or is the fact that the parents sent the money? But isn't being part of the scheme part of the scheme? Anyway. Again, this really interests me because I sent two kids to college. And all I ever said to them was, work hard and do the best you can. And the funny thing is, not even enter the brain to do something like these people did. And by the way, I know I'm mentioning the actors and actresses. There are other people and business people, just, you know... Gives me an opportunity to rip on a couple actors. You know. 
Brexit, Boeing, but the market after a week, week last week, NASDAQ basically got it all back in less than two days. That's all I, that's all I know. New highs starting to pick up a little bit. A little bit better leadership. Strong Asia overnight. Gary, how can that be with the numbers that we're seeing? Easy money. Do you realize that if tomorrow Jay Powell just says we're going to raise rates next month, the whole market would come undone. That's how much this has to do with what they are doing. But I digress. The good news is the actual bond market is giving them cover. We're back down. Get this. On the 10-year yield, 2.60. That'd be good news for all you that are going to get mortgages. Good news for borrowers. Savers, not so great. But that's the story. The underlying market, in spite of Boeing, pretty darn good. Now, I've been asked also if the U.S. and Canada idle the planes. Yeah, I don't think that's going to help. Because the problem is, is what gets them not idled? What does Boeing have to say to have the planes not idled, as they say? Not grounded. Don't know. Now, for you travelers, what I'm hearing is you can't get refunds if you don't want to fly on the planes because the planes are still flying. So not much of a choice unless you decide to just lose your money. I have a sneaking suspicion this may last a little bit. Now, I'm also being asked about earnings season. Well, let me give you some good news. Guidance has been coming down. So it's easier to beat Wall Street estimates. That's the good news. I think earnings here will be, yeah, nothing special. But certainly not contracting. I don't think we're in a recession like some people are telling you. Not going to mention who. I do believe we're in a recession in parts of Europe, if not more than parts. I do believe China that's saying is growing at 6% is probably growing at nothing. Remember, I was in China. I traveled a lot of China, even though you can never travel enough of China. I think just in my travels, I saw 12 ghost cities. And when I say cities, I mean cities. Not just, oh, there's three buildings that are empty. They built cities. Three, four, five miles long. Building upon building, empty malls, auto dealerships that never put an auto in there. That all goes into GDP over there. So who knows? Japan, contracting. Does this get to the markets? Probably eventually. I've never seen the world go into recession and the market go up. But then again, we've never seen the markets get the largesse that they've been getting throughout the years. But we're price people here. Until things change, they don't. And until things change, unless things change, when things change, we'll give you an idea. But so far, rally up, pull back for a week, get a lot of it back in two days. Tomorrow, another day. 
Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like me. Do simple procedure. You all make sure you have your children. Night, night, all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.